Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. It's time to react. It's Four Center Reacts. I'm Ken Napsuck. That's Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah. 
and we're watching the big game, the sporting championship with the title of the game trademark, so we can't say it. <laughs> but before I even had a chance to take my first bathroom break, get a second helping of chips and dip, uh, Joseph, you still on your first beer, yeah. the solo teaser trailer dropped. This is the noise that both Ken and I made, expecting to sit on this couch and watch even more Super Bowl, which is fine. We both went, oh, oh. Yeah, and I guess I guess some some people knew that this was the first slot, right? I I didn't check any news stories today, but yeah, it's right there in front of us. Yeah, and it was you know you're used to kind of seeing. We had already watched a couple commercials, the Jurassic World, and we just watched one about computers being mean to you, so you should (laughs) buy Sprint. And you're used to all of them (laughs) popping on, and then you you have about like it feels like 20 minutes during a 30 second commercial to go, what is this about? And then just bam, Lucasfilm, ha, Uh, there it is, Ah, Um, and here we are. I mean, I think the most ridiculous thing that maybe we've ever done. Yeah. We're going to react to a teaser for a trailer. Right, which means tomorrow we'll we'll have the full trailer as expected. And and on the main show Tuesday when Jennifer is around, we are the three of us going to break all that down. And and yeah, you know, but this is interesting because, yes, it's kind of silly. It's a 45-second teaser spot, right? But there's a lot writing on this. There was a lot of worry. We covered it on Spotlight Star Wars. You covered it on Star Wars Counseling on on how to, you know, be excited. Yeah, there's some Legit questions. And this is our first answer. So let's dive in and see what did this 45 seconds begin to tell us, Joseph? Yeah, I think, was it a full minute by the time you got in? I think by the time it's all told, but they're calling yeah. it a 45-second 45 45 second 45 second. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. nice of them to, to <laughs> cut off the end and not, not tease us with an extra 15 seconds of content. No, I feel, I feel excited. I feel yeah. like I've got exactly what I want and what I have been hoping for and talking about for a long time, which is yeah. fun. Fun. Hashtag Summer is Solo, a movie that should drop in May because it's yeah. a fun romp. It's got a little bit of edge to it, but I mean, look, that trailer was just like, hey, aliens fighting on a space train, right. and Lando's got a big fur cape, <laughs> and there's some uh, it's crazy aliens dancing, and Han Solo's a pilot, and there's the Falcon, and Chewie, and yeah. just everything that would make you go like, why on God's green earth would any Star Wars fan not just want to watch that? Want to see it. At least see what's going see on. See that and just be like, that was fun. It's so, not the beginning and the end of right. Star Wars. It's just fun. So curious to see what the full trailer brings tomorrow because we didn't really hear Alden Ehrenreich speak too much of Solo other than when he's in the beginning maybe signing up for the Empire or infiltrating the Empire. But signing up yeah. seems to to be the case. And that's I want to start there because that's... The question uh, it was going in for a lot of like who's the enemy, who's the bad guys, and we saw a little bit on that train fight thing, which is I love that there's a train fight in Star Wars basically. But uh, you know, how much is the Empire? Is Vader going to be it? All those kind of things. Well, we start with the Empire, which seems to be the beginning of Solo's story in a lot of ways. Yeah, and absolutely, if. It is a story of Han rescuing Chewie. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a story of the Empire, unless they're right. you know, going to massively change things, because Chewie is being victimized by the Empire. Right. Han realizes, I'm not a joiner, yeah. because he doesn't want to join the Empire, which continues to him not wanting to join the Rebellion. So starting out to tell his story, of course you got to tell the story of, like, ah, the Empire's not for me. Right. And I love what we got from the Imperial officer signing him up. Let's yes. Say. It's like when you go to a mall and sign up for the military there, one of those recruitment centers there. He's like, oh, you, you're going to love it. You're, gonna, you're, you're here to make a difference because the yeah. Empire is good. It was so great. It was propaganda. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are putting up those, like, fun, some of them are licensed, some of them yeah. aren't, like, propaganda posters. But it is that other side of the Empire. It's not the yeah. face of evil. It's the, <laughs> yeah. the face of subterfuge to pull you into the evil. It's the face of a... Uh, a bad government 
pretending to be legitimate. Yeah, it's join up. We do good things. We we bring a safe and secure society. And, yeah. And Hall will probably see that early on there. There was a lot of visuals in here I think you and I both both love. The the Imperial Star Destroyer through the clouds. Yeah. A new kind of Thai, Thai bomber, something yeah, going on a there. Thai baby bomber. Thai baby bomber. bomber. Yeah. <laughs> a baby bomber. <laughs> um, that was there. Uh, uh, we, You know, Woody Harrelson, we got the shot, like you said so well, of here's Amelia Clark. Yeah. You, you know her from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was just basically like, here's... <laughs> Oh, this this shot with great Star Wars meaning. This shot with great Star Wars meaning. Also, lady from Game of Thrones in movie. <laughs> and then uh, Lando, I love that visual there of that that fur coat. It looks like an old football player, Billy White Shoes Johnson. It was all style <laughs> uh, and and class, man, on and off the field. And it reminded me of that. So a lot of good things there to pick a pick uh, pick through and, and celebrate. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I really liked the scene of aliens dancing. Very Some sort of club, maybe? Fifth Element-like, right? Yeah. A little bit of Fifth Any, Element. Yeah. yeah. You, you you very uh, cleverly went through and, and paused As here and there. As best we could, right? Yeah. So we saw that there were some Twi'lek dancers. Oh, yeah. Which is like, uh, you know, if you're deep into the Star Wars nerd bubble, that's been a big conversation of why right. aren't we seeing some more classic aliens. Right. And that, and that is definitely Last Jedi. As much as we love Canto Bite, you know, what if we would have liked a couple familiar faces. It appears there. as though the Abednetto race has murdered every other race <laughs> in other this galaxy. Maybe, yeah. hey, if that's the story. But yeah, we wanted we wanted some leak, uh, some Leku yeah. of the Twi'leks there. And we got that here. Exotic stuff, exotic locales, which is, is good because Solo should be a little different because at this time, He's he's on a different level than the rest of the Star Wars story. He's lower. He's yeah. in the underworld. This is what we would want. Yeah, yeah. And I think that from the 30 seconds I looked at social media before we started broadcasting, right. I think the thing that's going to be blowing everybody's mind and is sort of new to Star Wars canon mm-hmm. is Super Clean Falcon. Super Clean Falcon, indeed. <laughs> that that hallway, compared to what we saw in The yeah. Force Awakens, for example. What did those boys do to that <laughs> ship? Yeah, I would I would not imagine Han and Chewie, they are like those frat guys or those guys that get an apartment when they first move to L.A. together. And then <laughs> there's some pizza boxes on the floor. We got Just that kind of stuff it. going on. So, But that's, uh, that's, that's interesting. We didn't, we didn't see the Falcon in full. Maybe we'll see that in the full trailer because we, we, we are anticipating it looking a little different as well on the outside, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a, a quick shot there towards the end of it, maybe in hyperspace, but it's kind of a little yeah. blurry, very fast. But, yeah, it was not a real, like, glorious shot right of the exterior now the big thing and we had talked about uh the worries going in on, on some of our previous four center shows and, and we we get some of the worries are plot you know i want to make sure the, the cake is the, and the stew is seasoned and frosting right with these <laughs> secondary characters yeah I, I love woody so much so just seeing him there there but the big one was aaron reich as solo yeah so we don't have a giant sampling of that yet no. but visually you had a pretty strong reaction to it. Yeah, it looked solid, and it looked solid in this context, and mm-hmm. I think that's what is good. We'll see if the trailer disrupts this tomorrow, yeah. but for today, we were introduced to the world he's in. Yeah, The Empire is the government, the legitimate mm-hmm. government, but here's this kid who wants to race, yeah. and he's involved in this seedy world where... There are bounty fighters, bounty hunters, it looks like, fighting on trains yeah, and yeah. exotic bars with dancing Twi'lek people. And he sees the other side yeah. of the galaxy. And he's young and probably a little wounded. Mm. So we've already set up the context for seeing him. Yeah. And then we just see, with a big scar and a mm. little bit of, like, attitude, a little kind of big, wounded puppy dog eyes. Because yeah. we know this character has been wounded. So we're seeing Solo mm. in the context of this movie. That is so much better than this ends with him in the vest and the shirt from A New Hope. Right. 
aping the famous blaster out pose, you know? Right. So I think if the rest of the trailer is like this and the movie is like this, and maybe you get to the final shot mm. and he does some sort of iconic Han, Han gesture, but we're just getting to know this character, and all you need to see is the spirit. You don't need a clone of young Harrison Ford. You need yep. someone who can hold the spirit of Han Solo. And in every shot in this teaser... He did them for me. He did, yeah. And again, it, it, it's a small sample size right now. Anyway, we close with the the chewy buddy shot. I yeah. love that. That's good. But to that moment, of, I thought, uh, you know, we've watched it a couple times before we press record here. And that moment of, all right, what's your name? And he doesn't even say it. I, it's very artistic. It's a great trailer in mm-hmm. that regard. Um, you know, we'll, we'll start uh, looking at plot and all those things. And we'll do the, the speculation. We'll do it responsibly, all that fun <laughs> stuff. Because I'm curious. I want to know who that villain is on the train. I want to know if that even was Solo. You said it, you know, when he did the freeze frame like we did. This yeah. is a Bruder film here. It, it, makes a, <laughs> it looks a little bit like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So we don't Fighting quite know. the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that moment, how he looks, it's what I talked about on Spotlight Stars with the River Phoenix Last Crusade thing. I don't need him like you say. We don't need a, an impersonator, a YouTube impersonator. We need someone to bring that spirit. And in that moment, I, I st- I, the jury is still out. Yeah. But in that moment, I'm like, okay, we have a case here. Yeah. We might be all right. Your initial gut reaction was to want to see more, right? Yes. Not to go, ah, uh, ha, ha. Yes. pretender to the throne. Mm-hmm. You know, in, mm-hmm. I also think this looks... Well, just delivering Star Wars fun in yeah. some familiar things like the Twi'leks and, you know, Lando is back. Uh, it it looks like it has new ideas and new stories to tell. Yeah, that's actually a great point because this could – you could all, – all of these standalones could dissolve into just throwing stuff in the Star Wars stew. And yeah. maybe sometimes Rogue One got some criticism. But, I, you know, I, I think it took us to brave new worlds and brave new situations. But Solo going in, this wasn't – I like that we don't see him on the Falcon. I, th- I like that we might not see him on the Falcon. Yeah. We saw him racing. We saw a lot of, you know, the, the speed of this film, and it's 45 seconds trailer. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. I get, I, I know, but we're, but we're going to talk for four hours. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. The atmosphere is, is fast paced and fun and, and different things I haven't seen in Star Wars, and, and, and that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm really thrilled by that sense mm-hmm. of the political. We got that mm-hmm. in Rogue One mm-hmm. of the sort of the political side from the rebels where they are not willing to commit to all-out combat until yep. some brave people say, this this far and no farther we have to fight. Right. Right. So to get a sense of that in this, that here's the, the face of this great evil controlled by a Sith Lord this bureaucracy that we know uh, from larger Star Wars canon is just pillaging and destroying people's planets and lives. And it's right. like, hey, I think you're going to be real interested. You get great benefits. Benefit. <laughs> you sign up to be a stormtrooper and slaughter innocents for us. The health benefits are good. Yeah, we got a 401k. Yeah, you, uh, Cobra's real expensive. Yeah. Space Cobra to pay for for your health insurance, <laughs> young Han Solo. So, so I really like the political. But you know what I, I think I liked the most is mm. that in 45 seconds, it immediately evoked feelings. Mm. It, this was just yeah, yeah. good visual storytelling. Like, I got the sense from those limited shots that Han was pining for the awesome vehicle he could never have. Right. Now, there's no one shot that, that told that, that story, but that's a feeling I was left with, with him looking up at the up Falcon. At the Falcon. Which is, you know, classic storytelling right. of film to look up at something that is right. above you that you can't have. You can't have. And then it track up like that, it looks like if you're a kid and you 
go to you yeah. know a car dealership and you look at the hottest <laughs> car from whatever you know at whatever time you were sixteen and we're ready to drive. It looks like my Camry when it first rolled off. There. Exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Uh, so it just it, it gives that sense of like I, mm. I, I want that. I want it, but I'm just like this scummy little nobody. I can never have that. Which is which would be an interesting theme if that plays out more into the solo story about you know where he comes from and what he experiences and what he wants and what he wants to be because he's telling his imperial officer oh, I'm going to be the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, there's something there. Maybe that ship will help him do it there. The look of this movie. Mark Riley texts me, our friend here in Force Center, and he's like, "I'm so excited. It looks so good." And I want to you know Bradford Young is a cinematof- cinematographer, right? Honest. And amongst all the director drama, he remains. And the look of the movie, you needed to be the same. And I really, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I loved how this looked and felt. Yeah. And Rogue One had that for me too, and that's what I love. I love that we got this kind of Star Wars universe now that looks the same, and this each, this each, each one has its own look, even though it looks generally what we got going on. But there was some beautiful stuff going on in here. Yeah, it's just a reminder of one of the reasons to be excited for the standalone movies yeah. is Star Wars is this big, beautiful world. That was the whole idea. That was George Lucas's idea of like, yes, it's this big galaxy. It's this massive sandbox. Let's play in it. Yeah. In this, that's got visuals that we recognize, you know, with the star destroyer and yeah, brand new things good. that weird, whatever that weird space, uh, where that train is, Yeah. you know, and seeing some different exotic aliens dancing right. up a storm. It's just got that feel of like, remember how fun and cool it is to just Mm-hmm. Spend two hours in this right. world. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I I agree with uh, you and I are both big fans of Last Jedi, uh, but I do agree that 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 is a deep movie. Yeah, I love it because it is a thinker uh, wrapped in a big giant Star Wars film. I think that's where Ryan Johnson succeeded, and it's not that you're not going to have some thoughts in Han Solo, yeah. but yeah, I do agree with the idea or the notion that hey, we need this fast paced, fun, fun, fun Star Wars, a little more New Hope. Yeah, and I, I, I I'm very hopeful now after seeing just forty three seconds, <laughs> not counting titles. Yeah, but that's uh, that's part of the fun of Star Wars is those. 45 seconds can get you really excited. Yeah, it this, it does a great job of telling you that this is the story of an orphan against the world. Mm. So it's not like it has no meat to it. It's right. just also going to be a fun, fast-moving right. adventure. Right. You know, it's not things like The Last Jedi of a hero, an older hero, dealing with the hundreds and hundreds of years of the cycle of failure of an organization. Yeah. Yeah. It's one orphan against the world. So it's got some meat to it, but it can be a little bit lighter on its feet, I bet. I really love that idea. I love that theme. Final thought here, Joseph. Uh, obviously, this was highly anticipated for a reason. One, we're waiting for the movie. Yeah. Two, we were waiting for the trailer longer. <laughs> yes. Which, as I talked about in Spotlight Star Wars, you and I are from another... We're old guys, right? We're old fans. Uh, a movie with its first trailer, the Super Bowl that comes out in May, isn't unusual. Maybe back in 1995, we're not there anymore. Yeah. So I get the questions. So my final thought here is, Joseph, now that it's here, where we, where, where are we now? Is there still worry? Do you still? Or if you're one of those pe- people out there going, they're holding this back because the movie sucks, they should just cancel the movie. Yeah. Where are you at with that now? Yeah, I think that this is just a matter of sometimes we get a little over antsy as mm-hmm. fans. I think this is, uh, it's weird to think of a company like Lucasfilm in a brand like Star Wars, maybe one of the most popular pop culture things ever, to go through a growing pain. But right. that's what's happening. 
it's right. easy for us to go, go well, Lucasfilm got, uh, Disney got Lucasfilm in, in 2012, and here we are six years later. But they're still figuring things out. This is yeah. their second anthology standalone film, I, which all of that ramble is to say, mm-hmm. this is the first time they've had two movies back to back, basically. Yes. So I think they were really just letting The Last Jedi have the spotlight. It's a moment. They're being, their Disney powerhouse, they dropped it at a good time mm-hmm. to get everybody excited to watch the full trailer tomorrow. Yeah. And now it's going to be attached to Black Panther, which is going to destroy. Yeah. So I think, you know, in retrospect, seems like they did everything pretty <laughs> damn well. Look, and I say this as a podcaster. I say this as a media discussion guy. I say this as a guy who talks Star Wars a lot, a lot. Just sometimes just trust the professionals there. Yeah. Can I, I say got, one more thing about yeah, the visuals ab- before we wrap up? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Close yeah, it up. Because I, I know, I know uh, I don't, we don't want to go too long because we're going to have plenty to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. But I was thinking about it while you were talking about the actual main image of Han we get. Right. And the nature of visual storytelling. Yeah. The one shot we get of Han... A couple things are going on. He mm-hmm. is looking up. He's in shadows. Right. His face is scarred, and he's behind some kind of bars. Maybe not right. not a prison, but some kind of bars. And I just really appreciate how well this was cut together, depending on what the, the trailer is tomorrow, mm-hmm. that it ends with that image that visually tells us wounded underdog. Yeah. Like, literally, his face is cut. He's behind something. So that tells you, like, on this almost instinctual level, like, this character isn't the character you know yet. He's literally physically behind something. Right. And he's literally physically wearing his wounds on the outside. Yeah. And the Han we know eventually will be fighting past his uh, confinements emotionally, and he wears his scars on the inside, except for the one on the chin. I know. But (laughs) that's just great visual storytelling to go, look, there he is. That's but not the one you know yet, because this is the beginning of the story. This is the start of that. That is absolutely right. As always, you bring some great insight in what we're doing here. Yep, we're breaking it down. We're reacting. A 45-second trailer to a movie. And you and I <laughs> and Joseph wouldn't want it any other way. The solo hype has begun. That promotion train has left the station. More this week on the main show. The trailer tomorrow. We'll have a lot to talk about. Thanks for checking in. Let's get back to that big sports championship game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.